0: Chicago First Podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Heima Black, welcome to Chicago. Right on. Okay. Uh, Dynasty Podcast, part two of our broadcast tonight. Again, we're broadcasting live from the Cards Against Humanity podcast and streaming studio. Um, huge shout out to the Chicago Podcast Co-op, which is an initiative of Cards Against Humanity. They're the ones who had us here, invited us here, so enormously appreciative of that. We are here tonight for part two of our broadcast with a friend of the podcast, Yusu Kim from Hummingbirds. How are you doing, man? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. So the last time I saw you was uh, as part of our ten hour, ten year <laughs> anniversary, which we were talking about off the mic, and that was just like it was an amazing blur. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, I was impressed because I got there. I think. You were like five hours in, and you still had more energy than I had. Well, it was all like I think manic energy. Like, if you ever pull an all nighter and then it's like eleven a.m. and you're like, I have so much energy. Let's go to let's go get lunch. Like, let's go to McDonald's. Yeah. But like, it's only because you haven't slept. It was yeah. it was kind of that. Well, there was that giant thing of Red Bull. I'm sure that just went on. Yeah, there's a lot of Red Bull. Shout out Red Bull for supplying us that day, <laughs> fueling us. So, yeah, that was that was madness. But you were awesome. You came up, Thanks, man. Um and you performed a Smashing Pumpkins cover of 1979. I which did, yeah. I did not know you were going to do that. Was such a generous move, man. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Someone mentioned that you could either play a song or do the interview, and I was right,
1: like, all right, like I'll do the song. And then I was like, "What's my favorite Pumpkin
0: song? 1979." So yeah, man, you can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, a, it's like that scene in Office Space. Like, I celebrate their whole catalog. <laughs> <laughs> nice, so nice. Uh, yeah, man. But there's really really exciting things happening with hemmingbirds let's talk about the video first you guys have this new video we're going to talk yeah. about the new record that it's coming from but we have to start with the video so this is <laughs> video um it's called mess of things mess of things yeah i have my notes in front of me that's it's called good. mess of things and i watched it today and it is so much fun i'll let you talk about what it is before i kind of give out the concept but Bring us into the world of this video and how did it happen? Yeah, so so I'll just start off
1: with the concept of the video. So basically, it's this skeleton, like literally a, a prop skeleton, who's right. in this relationship, like with you'd this see woman. in like a like medical class or something <laughs> yeah, like, that, like a exactly. biology class. Yeah, uh, he's in a relationship with this woman things are going great in the beginning of the video and then a bunch of his buddies show up and they want to get wasted and drive around town. (laughs) And then so his girlfriend is pissed because she wants him to hang out with her. Mm -hmm. But he decides to go out with his buddies and they get wasted. And one by one he slowly kills each one of his friends somehow in different ways. And, uh, And then eventually he brings them all back in the trunk of this car and he goes back to his house and his girlfriend's furious. But shows her the dead bodies and she gets really turned on like it's this really get... sweet gesture
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark yeah yeah but the whole time i was watching it like i was so amused and amazed it is such yeah. a fun concept so if, you, if you're listening to this if you're hearing this it's too late like go <laughs> pause this podcast and go watch mess of things from hemmingbirds um it is so it's such a fun video man yeah, yeah. what was your response upon seeing that so uh, the way that it Happened was we're good friends
1: with this comedy group that does a lot of sketch videos. And they used to do a thing in Chicago called The Late Live Show. And mm-hmm. they did another thing called Creative Control.
0: Was The Late Live Show at Second City? Am I thinking of the same thing? It was thing? at I.O. Theater. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So we um, got buddies with them. We played on their show a couple times. It's like a live version of a talk show. Mm-hmm. They all relocated to LA uh, but they always put out these sketch videos and we think they're just incredibly hilarious so I was like we should just have them shoot our video so smart yeah exactly Um, instead of us because what happened for the past few videos is we just argue about what the concept should be and then we come up with a very subpar concept because obviously we're not dudes who make videos we just make music and then I think our brain can only go No farther than that Sure Not every band has to be OK Go (laughs) (laughs) Exactly And I think every band At some point Maybe wants to be like OK Go Right Because it is pretty awesome So then we um, Got in touch with them And they were interested And we figured We should not be lazy And pitch a concept So we pitched this concept And they were like Yeah we'll we'll just do our own thing So (laughs) then So then like two weeks later They come with This treatment of the entire video Right And it was that um, Like 95% then We're like This is insane uh, and at first I was like, is this too insane? Uh, but then we talked it over and we thought it was hilarious. And we we're like, all right, just do what do what you want to do with it. And that's fine. Like, And then we'll put the it The video out.
0: works six seconds in. Like you see the <laughs> skeleton going like, all right, okay, okay, I'm game for this. Yeah. And like the second that his girlfriend starts really interacting with him and like there's no reference to the fact that it's a, like everybody plays it straight. Yeah. It works right away. Yeah. It yeah. totally lands. I have no idea how they did that, but it was, it's great. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, is the skeleton a diva? Was he, like, difficult on set? Uh, What was the concept? Can you say what the concept was that you guys pitched them, that they were like, yeah, we're doing the skeleton thing? (laughs) So uh, the song, Mess of Things, is about this
1: significant other who's just ruining your life in in some sort of way. So my idea was it's, like, this guy who's... This is completely my idea, and I think maybe that's why they tossed it. Uh, It's this guy who's stuck in the 90s, like, everything he wears, his whole life culture and his girlfriend is just kind of embarrassed by it, and so then she just kind of goes along with it, and eventually she can't take it, and at the, at the peak of the song, she breaks up with him, and then he cries like a giant wuss and finds another girl. Very 90s. Yeah, <laughs> finds another girl who's into 90s culture too, and then they happen to have a little nice happy ending. So that was about it. I don't know. I think repeating it out, it's just all right. The skeleton
0: thing sounds a lot better. Well, the skeleton thing is like... It, it would have worked as a comedy skit without even being a music video. Yeah. But it also works with no dialogue. Like, everything <laughs> about it that. totally, like... Well, when you watch it as a music video oh, without, yeah. like, anyone speaking... True. Everything translates.
1: Yeah. You know, you're not like,
0: what's going on here? Yeah, and yeah. that's
1: hats off to them. They, yeah. you know, did all the directing and everything.
0: So, the uh, the video is from the new EP. Uh, it's called... It's called Half a Second. Half a Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Sorry. So, the the video is from the new EP, Half a Second bring us into this i know that this started from a kickstarter right yeah so um we've had two full
1: length records out and what we had sort of realized is you know when everyone in the band has a full time job it's really difficult to complete a 10 plus track album it's just there's a lot of work that goes to it and what i felt like for the past two is that you know even the songs are awesome when we're really happy with them Um, we did a lot of compromising just for the sake of getting it done within a realistic timeline. So this time it was just like, all right, let's just focus on like four songs and make them as awesome as we possibly can. So that was what happened. Um, I have my own home studio that I uh, run with, Tim, who's a guitarist in our band. And so we just spent our time recording everything, making sure everything sounded perfect, mixed it ourselves to make sure everything was exactly the way that we had wanted it. And so the whole process took like two years for all the songs to come together the way we had wanted it to. And at that point, we wanted to do vinyl. We wanted to do some CDs and videos and stuff. And uh, we didn't really do much within those two years. So you know we weren't really making any money playing shows or anything. So we needed some sort of capital to do all those things that we had wanted to do. So at that point, we're like, should we do a Kickstarter? We did one before. Are people going to be into it? Because we've been kind of dormant for a while. And fortunately, you know, people liked it. and Yeah, it was successful. Goal. You yeah. met your
0: goal. Um, and I thought it was awesome that the Kickstarter, I was looking at it today, like it basically started like a day after you came up for the 10-year anniversary. I looked, oh, really? it was like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this started September 1st. I'm like, did he just like leave from playing the pumpkins? And then it's like, all right, guys, that's over. we got to start this Kickstarter. <laughs> I don't even know. Probably that's yeah. what happened, yeah. Um, Every day I feel like that's that. Where it's just like, all right,
1: I got to do this, now I got to do this, now I got to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's
0: just a constant. Yeah. But I like the idea of like just doing the EPs. It's got to be a lot more manageable. Oh, absolutely. I think
1: I'm just pro-EP forever. Yeah. Now, until I have some
0: giant budget and everyone can take the time off to work on it. But yeah, it's got to be so much more uh, like straightforward to do it that way. Yeah. Uh, another thing you guys just did, you did a So Far Sounds uh, Chicago gig, right? Yeah. What was that like? It was one
1: of the most incredible shows I've ever played. Um, I, if you aren't familiar with it, it's basically because I wasn't familiar with it. i I pieced this is from my perspective. So I agreed to do the so far thing, and I knew that it was some sort of acoustic performance. And When I got there, I was like, "Oh, what is this actually really about?" So I just went to one so far person at a time and asked them one question, <clears> so <throat> I didn't look like some idiot. <laughs> Here's
0: so, seventeen questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was just like, uh, so like, how many people are coming? That was probably my first question, and I was like, "What are the other bands that we're playing with?" Because they keep that disclosed, um, and then they don't tell us the venue until a couple days before, um, and so. The crowd gets hand-selected by all these people within a mailing list, and then they have, like, a 90-plus percent uh, turnout rate, which is insane to me. That's amazing. Yeah. Any
0: venue would kill for that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And they don't know what bands are playing until they get there, and they just chill out, and they all enjoy the music. So we played the set, and they were just super quiet, we played five songs, no one said anything, really listened, and all the other bands were awesome, and it was just it was an incredible experience.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's the kind of gig that, like, the bands want. It's like an artist gig.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Incredibly respectful audience. And they just were there to hang out and listen to music. And that's
0: just really awesome. Something else you guys just uh, had happen was you made the Do 312 list of like Chicago bands you need to know in 2016. Was that a surprise? Did they let you know that ahead of time? or
1: No, that was a real surprise. And I think what happened is uh, um, either our PR guy, August from Novo told us. Who's tireless. Yeah. He yeah. Works all the time. And then, uh, or I just Google ourselves like once a week.
0: Sure. And then it was just like, wait, what, what is this thing? And, and it's a great list. There's a ton is, of really yeah. strong talent there. Yeah. So it's, it's great to see you guys listed in that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was pretty thrilled about that. Cause that was just out of left field. Uh, so the new single mess of things, I know that you guys have some remixes for that as well, right? Like I know, uh, Another great Chicago band, Noise FM, remixed yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you release like a remix collection or kind of talk about that? Um... Uh, we just put them up on
1: SoundCloud for yeah. people to check out. And I don't know. I like the whole hip-hop culture of, and pop culture of here's my song and you give it to some producers and just destroy it and do what you want with it. And uh, unfortunately, I feel like that doesn't happen too much in the rock world.
0: So no, I, it's like the, a lot of the rock culture is very like... Just traditional. Traditional. I was yeah. gonna say stagnant. I was like, how do I say this without like sounding <laughs> insulting? No, but I, I think it's steeped agree. in like tradition. I agree. Yeah. And then hip hop, you're right. Like, I think they're less precious with their darlings. It's like, here are the stems. Here are yeah. the tracks. Obviously, exactly. the same in electronic. Like, and then it's kind of cool because if you're a fan of like a hip hop song or like an electron, uh, like a dance track. Yeah. You have 19 versions of it. Yeah. You don't have to listen to all of them, but if you want to, you can like get it all these different ways. And if you like rock songs, like. Here's that to be this way, yeah, and then here's the one that doesn't swear on the radio, and that's it, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly, yeah, so I mean, it was really fun because
1: I've never had people do that with our songs before, so I sent it to a couple of our friends and asked them if they're interested, and they said yes,, and, and just hearing it was really crazy so the noise of m1, I'm pretty sure it's because they had both. Um, Austin and Alex had traveled to Europe like a month before I'd asked them. Mm -hmm. So they did like a Euro Club version of our song. That's amazing. (laughs) And they're
0: fun dudes. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah, Noise FM is, they're they're a fun band. Um, We've had them on the podcast before and they're just like, even just following them on social. Yeah. Like their sense of humor really comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally up my alley. Something else I thought was really cool about this record, um, Half a Second, it seems like there's like a St. Vincent influence on that. Is that... Yeah, Fair. It I'm, seems like you guys I'm are glad I'm glad you got that because even for mess of things,
1: especially uh, kind of going back to the whole rock and feeling stagnant thing was with guitar tones, especially it's it's always the same guitar tones. It feels like, and you know, if you look at pop, if you look at hip hop, they're always pushing the boundaries of what sounds can be. You know, you listen to some of the beats, and it's like, how did you come up with this? And sometimes when you listen to rock sounds, like it's oh, it's it's a Telecaster through this Fender amp. I understand. So, but with St. Vincent, when I listened to her newest record, it was just like, how did you make this sound? I don't, I, I don't understand as a guitar player. So we really try to make sure like when we're going to do the solo, we're going to try to have it sound as insane as we can, um, just so it sounds really interesting in that way for guitar tones. And I feel like St. Vincent maybe might be the only guitarist I know of right now who's Doing kind of like pop-oriented songs, implementing that style.
0: Yeah, no, she's definitely really innovative. She's got the Apple Music show. It's like, yeah, she's a really cool artist. Yeah, and she's got her own guitar. And, you know, yeah, that's all right. Crazy stuff. Yeah, right yeah, on, man. Saint cool. Vincent Appreciation Hour. <laughs> um, so the record is out now. It's called Half a Second. Um, where can people grab it? Is it on SoundCloud? is it on like all the digital retailers? Yeah, SoundCloud. It's uh, you can pre-order on our website. That's right. It's not out yet.
1: Yeah, it's dropping next week. Uh, but it'll be out on iTunes and Spotify and, you know, Google Play and all that stuff for people, you know, whatever you're into that you can download from. What's the release date? Because people will hear this as a podcast
0: after it's being broadcast right now.
1: So our, our release show is February 26th, and then we're going to drop it earlier in the week on February 22nd. Just so a few so days
0: from when this is being recorded, like two yeah. days from now.
1: Yeah. We weren't really hardcore about the specific release date, I feel like maybe I'm really influenced by a lot of releases lately uh, where it's just like, I'm going to pick a date and then run with it. It's very, it's like the most conservative version of the life of Pablo that we're doing, I guess.
0: I was going to say, man, like <laughs> we, when you were talking earlier about how when you were working an album and it's like you spent all this time trying to get this final thing out and then you have to release it. I was like, it's not like that anymore. You can just release it and then be like, it's not even done. Yeah. You know, like this record we have from Kanye, it's not done, but it's been out for a week and a half. Yeah. But like, there's some like future version of it that, I don't know if that record will ever be finished, but that's a whole different kind of artistic process. It's really
1: weird. Yeah. At some point you just have to call it a day. Uh, That happened too, when we were mastering mess of things, where we got the master and I just kind of was like, ugh, not completely still happy with it. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to, change the kick drum a little bit and remix a little of these parts and then send it back to have it mastered again. You're going to fix Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get Vic Mensa and Sia and then we'll oh. get them on a things.
0: Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> Hang out with the skeleton in the video. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Bring the skeleton in for a verse too. Yeah. So uh, February 26th at Shuba's, right? Yes. Yeah. For the record release show, uh, the record is called Half a Second and it'll be out Definitely by the time people hear this podcast in about a week, week and a half. Um, Yusu Kim from Hummingbirds, man. like Always a pleasure having you out, man. I really appreciate it. Love it. Um, Hummingbirds with an E. Yes. Everywhere you find music, just Google you guys, right? Yep. Yep. There you go. Sweet, man. Awesome. Thank you. Always. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.